An excerpt from Life in the Vivid Dream by Grimes. I could live in the world just like a stranger. I could tell you the truth or a lie. I could tell you that people are good in the end, but why? Why would I? The only thing keeping you in the air right now are those bees you're standing on. If you shut them all down, you will fall, and the drop below you is almost certainly fatal. Yeah, this is a pretty selfless act, so... Oh, goodbye, Yuria. Nice knowing you. I knew you had it in you. Yuria is screaming as she's falling. Pop-Tart, Pan, you're both in position to see this. Does anyone have a bright idea to save her, or should we leave that to Yuria? I told Flapjack I would protect her. Pan, I really need your help here. I don't think I'm allowed to protest at this point. So let me paint you the scene. Pan's back is to the wall, a crushed wasp mold crumpled around him. Yuria and Pop-Tart are in your arms, and all three of you are looking down from where you sit, 50 feet above the floor, looking out over the open hangar bay. The sun is setting ahead of you, glistening orange across the snowy plains, the city of Lindora framed in front of it. Ola's brain, the central core of the hive mind, is wrapped up in chains and surrounded by an army of elves full of anger and frustration. It all happens very quickly. Bola is dead. A little while later. Everyone is currently in the steam core of the pumpkin patch. Kind of stressing out over what just happened. Halt is standing guard at one of the doors. Pan's prison pod is unoccupied in the one on one edge of the room. I like to I think it sits in the corner probably. That's like not actually central even though it feels like it should be. <laughs> and like all around it, this place has basically been converted into a spa. There's so there's low levels of water. It is generally warm in here, heated by pan sulking in the steam core. So you're, you're sulking in the pod while Yuria is there and Pop-Tart is there. And the dog is resting in Neptune's playground. I feel like Harvey is here just like rejuvenating in the spa. It's a nice place to relax. I mean, that whole situation wrapped up pretty nicely if you ask me. I mean, I didn't even have to go in the city. Not that I have any problem with that specific city or anything. I have to go. They say not moving. <sighs> I thought you would drop down too. I was going to catch you. Yeah. And I did. Look, I'm not a big hero like you, okay? What I did up there to shut down that factory... I just, at that moment, I accepted I could just have died right there. Not a big hero? Like, how long? You've been doing this longer than I have. I'm only here because I'm big. I'm only here because Harbinger wanted me to pilot a ship. I have nothing special. Look at you. You're the last dragon out there. Harbinger is the Harbinger. We have a halfling spirit with us. 
What the hell do I have? This arm? Ola's words ring in your mind, Yuria. Why did you stop halfway, Yuria? You could be so much more. Uh, I think Harbinger is going to, like, stand up and, like, walk over, put a hand on Yuria's back, and lead Yuria into the next pod. And this is another Ironicus camera moment. The camera is behind Harbinger's shoulder as Harbinger shows Yuria what they're like under the mask. Uh, I think the overall effect that Harbinger is trying to get across is that uh, we're all normal people. Everyone, look, Yuria. Every single living person on the planet is like a star. Every single one is completely unique. Some are bigger, some are smaller, some are brighter, some are dimmer. But they're all stars. And besides, what do those metrics even mean, huh? How well you can accomplish something, or how well other people think you can accomplish something. What matters more? I brought you on. I had you build this amazing thing in no time whatsoever. And you have the audacity to tell me that you're not special. I just... I just worry sometimes. And what Bola said earlier about putting more on me. Like, I don't want to do that, even though- Bola doesn't know anything about you. The only one who knows anything about you is you. The only advice I can give you is to trust yourself and trust in others who trust you. And I think now is a good time for Harbinger to just fucking slide on out. Yuria just kind of goes back and sits back down, looking kind of- I wouldn't say sorrowful, but she's just deep in thought, and she just says, I'm sorry, Pan. I shouldn't have yelled at you. Well, I hope you had a good enough reason to kill it. Yeah. And I'd be glad to know more. Yeah. But you can't just pretend that there's nothing going on as we are dealing with things that are close to you. And I'm, I would love to help, but I had no way of knowing that Bola did anything to you. Look, Bola wanted me to join and become completely cybernetic. I was outcast from my village before I got this arm. I came back because I wanted to see if there's anyone I could save. And the only one I was able to save was Fire. Because they were about to get destroyed by another orc. That was the first time I took a life. And Orealis, she just... I just remember the pain, my arm, my ear, shattering. Does your new arm feel pain? I try to, I've been trying to want to make it feel pain. Just, sometimes just want my arm back. Well, he stands up and walks across the room, picks her up, gives her a, a honestly, a little too hard of a hug. This is you. This is what you are now, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't know how to feel about whatever we just did, and what that even means, and what the orcs even are, because you're going to need to catch me up. Frankly, I'm convinced it's all magic. I'm sure there's a better word for that. They're all survivors. 
They were originally created by the previous Overlord. And some of them just went their own way. A lot of them right now are, like, well, I guess there's only like a couple dozen of them left. Because even if they can rebuild themselves, if their factory is destroyed, as they just saw, they're done. I'm going to quick interject here. I'm going to say that there's about 40 unique orcs left. And so there, there's a fair number of them, but there were probably only like 60 to begin with. There weren't a ton of them. But they are incredibly resilient and hard to kill. Like, Bola dying is a huge deal. The main thing is that these orcs became completely sentient. They made their own choices. If they can make their own choices, that means they can make different choices. Yes, the orcs are not a conglomerate. They all do their own thing. I understand that this was not easy to do, but you can't blame yourself for his death, okay? I'm not going to let you do that. You start blaming yourself for one death, you're going down a dark path. I don't even know what we've done yet. Harbinger won't tell us anything. We knocked down a tower and a blogging village was perfectly fine. They didn't need us. I'm pretty sure they're going to do even worse. No. When I stepped into the forest, ground almost catch, almost caught fire. You know what fire comes from? No rainfall. You know what rainfall was coming from? The weather control tower. That place is going to burn to the ground inevitably because of us. You know that, right? We're not doing anyone any favor other than this blanket that isn't telling us anything. And I want to do something right and prove that I'm not going to destroy the world just by existing in it. But until I know anything about that, I want to make it out of this without blood or springs or whatever the hell that thing was bleeding. Uh, I'm sorry, but... I'm not having fun. Oh, listen. All we can do right now is stop Aurorias because she's just doing the same thing. Doing what? We don't know what she's doing. She is freezing the world. Some of these people are doing it because they want to counteract what the dragons did. How fair is that to you? I don't want to be that. I don't want the world to end like that, and if Rory Alice is doing something that can maybe prevent that... Pan, she's the reason my arm shattered. She's not doing it for any noble intention. If you believe that, but I'm not inclined to take your word on anything. Not yet. Not until I have seen it. And what I've seen is no one caring either way. And maybe Logdale will burn down, maybe it won't, but I don't want to keep going if I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, you want to save this world, I want to help you too with that. The reason I'm with, I went with Harbinger in the first place after losing everything I ever had is because I had faith. Faith in what? Faith in some stranger just telling you things? I feel like felt for the first time I had purpose. That's great, but <laughs> you don't need to be tracking just someone trying to live their life and pretend that no- they're a normal person into this. And I want to leave more than anything right now. But the one 
person I can even call a friend is depending on me, and if they don't want winter, who am I to say no to that? Now, if you'd kindly get out of my room. And very firmly, the steam off of the floor starts increasing in temperature to the point where Yuri is very notably not wanted. Ah, I'm sorry, Pan. So at this point, Pan still hasn't realized Pop-Tart's still here? Fire has completely forgotten that Pop-Tart is even in the room. You're hotter than usual. I know. Is there a problem with that? I've never felt this heat before, that's all. I haven't either. And I'm worried. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel responsible for this. And I want to go home, Pop-Tart. I really want to go home. I want to see Sister Dorothea, and I want to see everyone. I just... I'm being used. You're being used. We don't matter to them. They've been perfectly content just to let everything fall back onto us. I miss feeling like we're normal. You know? We were never normal. We both know that we were never normal. That's what makes us great. That's not the point. It's It's being special, just being the few people who magically get to decide that we're the ones who make a difference. Is that what we're supposed to be? I'm perfectly content just to sit back at home doing everything like we always did. I don't want to believe that there's just a few people who are just able to do this. Unfortunately, there are, and one of them is you. And I don't believe that. Not anymore. I do. Out of all the people in that mountain pan, we're the only two that could do anything about this. Says what? I mean, they're smart people. They could have done something, rallied something. I'm you a guardian, saw... Pan. It's what I do. You saw what those average people in the city could do. Just on their own. Not even half of what you can do. I don't... I don't want to have that pressure. I don't want to be that person. It sucks. And I'm sorry, but I'm just tired of it. Everyone looking at me like I'm... Like you're what? A walking apocalypse? Yeah, that. Thank you. You're welcome. Somebody said it now. You can stop hiding it. So I'm just supposed to be perfectly okay with the fact that I'm going to ruin everything I touch. You can choose not to. It's worked out great so far. (sighs) Sorry, I'm... I just need a little bit, okay? I'll make sure there'll be breakfast in the morning, but 
I just need a little more time. I don't care about breakfast if it's not with you. Everything you have done has been to protect the people you love. That includes me. Do you not think I'm not grateful? I know that, just... I need answers before we keep doing this. And I will help you get them, but you need to realize you are more than your destiny. You're more than what they expect of you, Pam. Thank you. Just like I am. You think I'm gonna be content forever being a happy little river spirit? When I can do so much more to help the people around me? I'm a guardian, it's what I do. I protect the people around me, the people who worship me, the people who called me into existence. There's pressure on me too. And I'm proud of you for that. But I'm starting to doubt that's what's meant for me. I'll be fine. No, you won't. What do I need to do to convince you I'll be fine? Stop lying. I'll be fine if I let you help me. Is that better? Close enough. Thank you, Pop-Tart. I want cake. For breakfast, I want cake. Okay. There'll be cake for breakfast. We should get to sleep. Good night. Good night. So after Pan and Pop-Tart and Yuria and Harbinger part for the night with everyone's words ringing in each other's ears, Harbinger gets into one of the escape pods and takes off. I'll be back. I'm not going to have nearly as long as hiatus as that last character of mine either. I just need to real quick pop back to the Column City to pick up a useful tool, which I'm technically not allowed to have whatsoever. Then I need to pop back to Logdale, because apparently they might need a little help in the future. Pretty much as soon as the escape pod gets anywhere, just in case I am being followed to throw them even further off the scent and to get where I need to go, of course, I'm going to have the weird dog do a pale imitation of Knight's own weird dog with the wings. And on me, it's more like two big fleshy pockets rather than wings, but, you know, they'll, they provide lift and they provide thrust, so it'll do. So I'm going to make my way across the long, dark desert on a foreboding and starless night, which I am not particularly a fan of, being a big fan of stars and the prophecies contained therein. I mean, it's plenty twinkly down below, as the desert around the Column City is a desert of glass. Oh, yes, that's right. Oh, that's so much more reassuring. Why doesn't everybody come to the Column City, honestly? That's really all I'm trying to get done here. It's beautiful. And now I have to commit a minor blasphemy upon that beauty when I steal... Well, I've shit, I need a good name for this sword now. It was used to defeat a fire. Is it like... the... What's the good name that makes it sound really fragile and awful? Like it's burned out from the inside. <laughs> uh, Char? 
Char is very good. I need to pick up Char. Or what remains of Char, the once great sword that slayed the evil that produced this profaned flame that I carry with me to defeat the Overlord when the time comes. I am not allowed to have a sword like that. It is apparently too powerful even for my mission, but if my mission is having the side effects that Pan claims it is, of course I was eavesdropping. Yeah. Of course, why would I not be? If that's true, then I'm going to need a little bit more capacity for direct interference, let's say. And I might need a little bit of insurance against fire in the future. This sword is kept in Diver's collection. Oh boy, I really hope that Diver is on one of their usual nighttime dives. Yeah. It's hard to imagine they're not, but it's also very hard and painful to imagine what will happen to me if they're not, you know? <laughs> yeah, you are lucky when you get there. Diver is indeed out there. Okay. It's four or five times a week that they go out, and it's always at night. They never make a raid during the day, or make a dive during the day. So you find that their tower is empty. Their, their four-ring tower. Ooh, four rings, huh? Or four-ringed column, you mean, surely? Yeah, four-ringed column, you are correct. And it's full of things from their dives. I think that Harbinger was probably, like, the profaned flame was probably kept in the same place as Char, so Harbinger probably saw it, just wasn't allowed to take it. Yes. Diver gave you the flame, they did not give you Char. Yeah. Yeah, they were very specific about that distinction. And... Harbinger is probably just hovering over it with like their hand inches away from the grip just like trying to decide trying to decide what they care about more the world or their reputation in the columned city and on the one hand that's very obvious and on the other hand that's this place is everything to me it means a lot and before I can even let myself think about it anymore I just have to snatch up Char and dash out, and I'm out of the city before, without a look back, without a look down at the beautiful glittering desert. I need to get to Logdale now. Just for a little insurance. You get back in your pod, which is temporarily powered by your dog being a helicopter. Oh, thank goodness. I love my dog. They are extremely good at pretty much everything. Yeah, good dog. Um... So yeah, we're just going to fly right over to Logdale. And this should be a pretty quick errand. We just need to carve a few small fire breaks into the ground. And the power of Char, which stood up to the profaned flame, I can only hope that it will be able to imbue its power into the fire breaks in the earth and prevent fire from crossing the border into town, if that should ever come to pass. Yeah. So basically, you carve, like, a black rood around the border of the town using char. Yeah, and then I kind of cover it up with some greenery so nobody gets freaked out. Uh, it was established last time you weren't there for it, but uh, there are a ton of pine needles everywhere. Like, it's an old oh, tree, old-growth forest, so there's, like, a foot of pine needles anywhere you care to look. That would make so a traditional fire break useless, so I'm extra glad I went <laughs> to get the sword first. Yeah. You need an enchanted fire break. This, this, the whole forest would go up if a fire went down. 
And now my task in the dead of night alone, Hermitage, is complete. And the escape pod flies back to the pumpkin patch just as dawn is breaking. Perfect. Beautiful. Glimmering jewels. <laughs> you want to do an end of session move quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, we need to do bonds and stuff because they yes. definitely made <laughs> Bonds some. have changed. Now that we've made you sad. Yes. Everyone feel free to write a new bond with everyone else in the party or change an existing one. And this includes Dog because Dog spent a lot of time with half of you. So, Pan, uh, I think your bond situation with uh, Pop-Tart changed a little. What's your bond with them now? Like, what'd you have before? What are you What are you adding? I'm going to let Pop-Tart help me. Okay. Just verbatim. <laughs> yes, good. That's good. I think Pop-Tart really wants to help you. Wants to help share, shoulder that burden that you carry. And this is also, like, if not obvious, it's also me, like, pushing against, uh, I don't like magical one, cho- chosen one narratives, even though that's, like, literally what I wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I'm going to have to deal with the assumption that some people are more special than others is something I don't agree with, and I want to prove wrong on that. Also, like, I kind of want to help you with that too, which is why the whole world right now is seeing you as, like, a bad chosen one. Mm. And we're gonna fight that narrative. I think that's that's a, that's a future goal for going forward. That I want to see more quote-unquote average people rise up which is what I like about Pop-Tart's new storyline a lot. And I think, like, perfectly played into, like, oh, if these people aren't happy, they can literally... They just did it. They did the thing. Yeah. (laughs) They just did the thing. They would have had a really rough time if you guys weren't there, too. Yeah. Like, they needed their guardians to be able to do this. So it works with both of your narratives. And even then, their guardians are just manifestations of their own willpower. Yeah. It works extremely well. So, Pop-Tart, are you going to change one of your bonds with, uh, with Pan? I was thinking of the fact, like, Pan's current mental state is partially because he thinks that he's responsible for somebody losing their life, and that only happened because Pop-Tart demanded their help, his help. Yeah. So you, you feel responsible? Like, I, I feel like, guilty and responsible for Pan feeling, like, so shitty right now. I'm going to write that I believe Pan is as much of a guardian as me. That's really good. I support this character development. This makes sense. But keep in mind you can only have one bond with me. Sorry. Yeah, I know, but you are literally in my head, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's a good bond. I'm not strong-willed enough to get them out. Bond. I gave Harbinger pawn slime, and now they're trapped in my head. Okay. Neither of us saw this coming. (laughs) It was the greatest plot twist. That's gonna be a plot point. That's gonna help us defeat the final boss in about 80 episodes. What, pawn slime? And then let's do... Pop-Tart, do you want to add or change a bond with Yuria or you find there? Because you two didn't react a ton, or interact a ton, but... I interacted by saving her, helping save her life. Yeah, you could put the bond I saved Yuria's life. That's a good bond. <laughs> That's the bond I put with them. 
Yeah. Pop-Tart planning essentially saved my life. Pop-Tart saved my life, and then Pop-Tart could write, I saved Yuria's life. There we go. Yeah. Yep. That's a strong bond. Yep. Um, I could also justify uh, changing my bond with Flapjack from I promise to protect Yuria to I fulfilled my promise to Flapjack. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You did protect Yuria. That was a major part. I just realized that trying to save Bola actually plays into the Dwarven craft. It totally does. It totally does. You wanted to protect. Objects are more important than people. (laughs) I mean, that's not even... That's not even what it was, and you know it. Yeah. Okay. So, those are mine done. Okay. Then, let's go to Yuria. You had a ton to do this session. Strap in, lads. (laughs) <laughs> you could write multiple bonds because that's the squire thing feel free to fill up on those write as many as you want to so how are you feeling about uh, Pan? well I mean I wrote down this thing earlier about how Pan I'm really scared of Pan's strength right now yeah that works he threw me yeah, you spent like three scenes with Pan and then also everyone's getting one so feel free to just go wild alright so I have that uh, and I also wrote down I don't know how to cope with Pan and I'm terrified of his inner demons I mean, those could be two separate bonds. I don't know how to help Pan. I'm terrified of Pan's inner demons. Yeah. And there we go. You have three bonds with Pan. Perfect. Okay, so obviously Pan or Pop Tart saved my life. Pan did too, technically. Yeah, but you're you're more scared of him, I think. And with Harbinger, I saw the Harbinger's face. Yes, you can write that. I don't think I really had any interaction with uh, Dog, aside from screaming again. Aside from the usual one, yeah. I mean, do you have a bond with the Dog that's just, I am terrified of Dog? I mean, I could write that. My bond with the Dog was just, I respect the Dog. <laughs> no, but it was, your, your bond with the Dog was the Dog respects you. The dog respects the power of dragons. I respect the power of the dog as my new bond. Oh yeah. <laughs> The dog was extremely helpful to you today. We got some character development of the dog. Can I have a bond with just (laughs) knowing that I let Bola die? Yeah, you can. That could be an overlord bond. I think I already have. uh... You can have another. You could write a bond with Aurorealis that I killed her siege engine Bola. I mean, technically, the mob did. Bonds are about what you feel, not the truth. That's fair. Pan feels personally responsible for this, and I'm. It feels like every finger in the world is ready to blame Pan for everything. Mm hmm. And he's very, becoming very aware of the fact that he's a patsy. Yeah. I made a conscious point of it last time, like, Knight cannot die. I cannot let Knight die. Okay. That, that's why I still have a bond with her. Yes, you do. That will be fun to come back to. Because, <laughs> again, we go back to how bonds are what you feel, not about facts. Mm-hmm. And she does not feel like you saved her life, even though you technically did at one point there. You, <laughs> I, you also caused her I also a lot caused of her. In- I almost killed her. And then yeah. I didn't. You may feel like you saved her life, but she's not very grateful. I, I think maybe she feels like you let her go out of pity. Yeah, that's prob- there's probably an element of that. 
that it feels more like pity than like kindness or compassion because you did that alongside destroying the one thing she was supposed to protect. Yeah. On the topic of a columnist, hey Pan, did you uh, change any bonds with Harbinger? They're lying to me. Oh yeah, now it's getting good. <gasps> oh dear. That is a very good bond. Harbinger is lying to me. Remember, you can only have one bond with Harbinger, so that's now your only bond. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> How about with the dog? Please tell me about the- what did you name the bond with the dog? This is paramount. Oh, it's I respect the power of the dog. Oh, I thought it was going to be dog is my only real friend, but you know, we'll work That would be it. a good one. I mean, you said that line dog like was twice. being pretty nice. I did I did write, uh, I did initially write, uh, the dog sees who I truly am inside. Aww. I like that. That's cute. Okay, I'm changing it to that. I am super into how, like, serene this party started out at the start of episode zero. And, like, by the end of episode three... Yeah, oh, this is going to be a juicy I'm, okay, campaign. I'm really looking forward to like 50 episodes from now when you guys work properly together as a team after having worked <laughs> through all this bullshit, because it's a bumpy road to get there, and that will be extremely satisfying. Oh dear. Uh, I was just going to ask, what was Pan's spawn with Furia? Oh. I didn't even write one. Yuria is a puppet of Harbinger. That would be perfect. Or maybe, like, I pity Yuria. Ow! There's some really juicy potential here. You two had a strong moment. You have to have a bond with Yuria after this. Yeah. I... just don't understand Yuria. That works pretty good. Harbinger, let's, get, let's hear those bonds finally. <laughs> so I think the interesting thing about my bonds is that none of them have changed, but they've all become much more juicy... So, going down the list, I have trusted Yuria with a dark secret. Remember that one? Yeah, you threatened to flay my very soul in order to pilot the ship. Well, now it's your face. Yeah, now it's an actual secret instead of just a threat. So, you know, that's a good upgrade. I know the doom that awaits Pan, but I cannot bring myself to tell them. Hey. Oh. I think Pan knows. <laughs> You've made it abundantly clear. Here's something about... Harbinger's backstory that nobody in character should know, but out of character, Harbinger is like all good on like, hey, stargazing, hey, tarot cards, like expert at those, usually pretty accurate, great. Had a real actual bona fide waking nightmarish vision of exactly what would await the world. And even I, the player, don't know exactly what the details of that are, but I'm just throwing that out there, that the reason Harbinger is so driven on this specifically is because one of their prophecies was real good for once. Something like that, anyway. Yeah. Pop-Tart gives me hope for the future, which oh. is mostly now given some cool socialist vibes, which I enjoy. And now here's the only bond that I wrote today, but it's not actually new. I just hadn't defined or named my bond with Weird Dog yet. So here it is. Here's my bond with Weird Dog. I trust in my censored and the power of their censor to the so-called Weird Dog. Cool. You're not allowed to know what those are yet, so... Fuck off. Just big old redacted. <laughs> it's a walking SCP. Oh no. Oh no. I mean... It kinda is. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. 
Walking is a strong word for the motions that dog makes. Undulating <laughs> SCP. I guess. Yeah. An yeah. ambulating SCP. Existing. I think the right term is just existing. It does a lot of that, too. <laughs> it exists all over the dang place. It does. I have more reason to terrify. <laughs> Alright. There we go. First question. Did we save or protect a community in need? Hell yeah, we did. Yep. Definitive yes for once. Yeah, extremely yes. There, There is no ifs, ands, or buts. This city would have been far worse without your intervention. Oh, yeah. Did we strike a blow against the Overlord and their minions? Yep. Yes. Oh, Extremely okay. yes. Even more so than last time. Did we learn more about the world and its peoples? Yes. I did. Oh, definitely. Alright. Everyone tell me a thing you learned about the world and its peoples. Orcs are a thing. <laughs> yes, they sure they are. are. <laughs> <laughs> Elves are even worse than I imagined from our planning yesterday. Yeah. Some elves are cool. I learned that if I learned that if people don't have a guardian, they will find one when they need one. That's inspirational. Pop-Tart, you give me hope for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pop-Tart. This has been positive thinking with Pop-Tart. So, Yuria, what'd you learn? I learned more about the capital city there with the Nice little socialist revolution we're getting out. You learned that dragons are assholes. I, I wouldn't say that she thinks <laughs> that. <laughs> well, she's not going to say it, at least. Lendora would be a good place to learn all sorts of stuff. I think we'll spend a little time here, at least, next time. Well, I need to find out how my socialist revolution is going. So look forward to that next time, and good night, folks. Good night. Bye.